Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I'm your host, Miss Kev, on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host, Kevin the Fredericks, on and- stage. Hallelujah. And we're here with another episode of the Lara Podcast. And what we're going to do today, once again, is answer your questions. Part of the reason why is because. So that's what we're going to be doing today. <laughs> I have, yeah, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, we have randomly been getting this or that requests. We ain't done that in a minute. Yeah, I don't know. Someone sent him, like a couple people randomly like sent him to me all in one week. And I was like, I don't know where this is coming from. It was kind of, it just felt random. Um, girl, I'm always talking fast. Oh, Catherine said I'm talking fast. I, I just talk fast. Um, so we will answer your questions. I didn't answer all of the questions the last time because we ended up focusing on the like sex me over those yep. campaigns. And so we did actually get a few questions that we didn't answer. So we'll go over those. And then I received an email talking about um, relationships between men and women. Mm-hmm. If that's a thing that can happen. Friendships, you mean? Friendships. Okay. Uh, so I actually want to start with that one. Okay. Why can't we be friends? Cause my wife tripping or my husband tripping. It's not gender based. <laughs> okay. The 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 I won't say who it's from, but he signed it the King of the North. Hilarious. And it says uh the subject is females BFF. So I have been married for almost a year now. December, it'll be a year. My wife has been having a hard time accepting my female best friend of 15 years. My wife feels the only friend a man needs and should have when he is married is his wife. I have never put my friend first or anything like that. At this point in our lives, we are those friends that call to check in and special occasions, but also when ish hits the fan. My best friend is like my sister. Only blood can make us closer. I'm the godfather to two of her three children, and she doesn't like that either. I was raised in the North, and she is from the South. I feel like it is almost a cultural difference, even though we both black. (laughs) Please help. What's VR? Very respectfully. Verily, verily. Uh, The king of the North. Okay. What are your thoughts on men and women being friends specifically when, so the way that I read the email, and of course the problem with emails, you never get tons of context. So there's a lot that you have to infer and assume in order to come up to, you know, what your quote unquote advice would be. So from the way that I read this and because it's not mentioned, I imagine the best friend is unmarried. Yeah. Okay. He's married. And I also imagine that his relationship with his best friend clearly, maybe it's not so clear, but my assumption is that it predates his relationship with his wife. Yes. Okay. So with all of that being said, to me, that means that while you and your wife were dating, she also knew of said best friend. Right. Okay. So... Does marriage change how you feel about her? Did you already have reservations about best friend prior to getting married? And maybe you didn't say anything for whatever reason. You didn't feel like you had a place, whatever, because you were just girlfriend. And now things are changed because you're married. Like, what are your what are your thoughts on this scenario? Well, for me, Kevin, one of the results of being with you since we were since I was 16 is the uh, female friends that I have, uh, the majority of them that are shared friends from that long ago. Mm -hmm. The people who are new female friends are usually either one or two things. Angela Marcus, she's a female friend, but I'm also friends with her husband and we're friends with them as well. Or they are industry friends or relationships. Um, I don't have any non-industry friends, non-married couple friends that are that are women, that are new. I don't even know how I could meet. I don't even think it's possible that I could meet a new woman that's not someone I work with or want to work with and that be a friend. With all that being said, if we were getting married now at good old 37, I think it's highly unlikely that you don't have a a, a friend of the opposite sex. I think where it gets dicey for a lot of people is kind of what you said. It's like when we become serious, she needs to not be as friendly because I feel like people think it's a, um, 
uh, not a red flag, but a um, potential issue. Right. You know, how oh, y'all was friends and then we had too much to drink and I didn't know I liked her and it, it just happened. Uh, I think that's where a lot of people go. And I think because that happens so often, people have a legitimate like concern, concern about that. Now, the other side of that, I think a lot of times people can be uh, strictly platonic uh, friends. I just think that hasn't been modeled as much, especially with men. It's men generally or genuinely generally is that genuinely and generally yeah genuinely and originally <laughs> um are um accused often rightfully so of only having friends that they want to be more with right even if they don't come out with that it's like okay put me in the friend zone for because maybe i want to be out that friend zone mm-hmm. later uh, there hasn't been a lot of modeled behavior of men who are just, I want to be your friend and that's it. And I will never take a shot at you or ever, or anything like that. So I think people go into these relationships with all that in their head, uh-huh. you know, um, or something like that happened to them. And I think that's why it is difficult. It's going to take, you know, on social media, we'd be like, I, I could do it. Yeah. But then when it happens, it'd be like, mm, oh, y'all just going to lunch. Yeah. You know, you want to say something? No. Yeah, so I think there's a. It's complicated. Uh, it's hard to speak generally about this because it is like two people uh, thing. I don't, you know, just speaking for me, I, I just wouldn't be like, hey, this is Veronica. I met her at Starbucks. We're going to have lunch. Well, that's a new friend. I think the problem is that, well, there, it's like multi layered. I think for me, it would be very important for me to become at the very least some sort have some sort of acquaintance we don't have to be bffs but yeah. i would need to at least know the woman yeah. like have some type of rapport and it was funny i was talking to the buhab about this earlier the book club about this earlier and they were like yeah but you don't have to be bffs with the girl and i actually agree with that mm. and it's not my it's not the best friend's job or her responsibility to carry the trust that i have in her it's with my husband right but at the same time I would want to at least have some sort of relationship. I'm not the type of woman that would be comfortable with you having a friend that I just, a woman that I just didn't have any sort of type of relationship with. I feel like that unknown would cause me to make up scenarios and stories and allow my mind to wander. And it just wouldn't be good for you. It wouldn't be good for me. It wouldn't be good for her. Like the three of us would just be horrible. You turn into JK Rowling. Oh yeah. I just got creative. I got this and that and lands and what you percent and it's all bad yeah no she would someone said no she needs to be our friend and i think that's how (laughs) like at the very least there would be need to be some sort of relationship where and again some of it does have to do with like let me understand her character her integrity her morals her values yes i want to trust my husband but at the same time i don't even want you around her (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you speaking for you, Melissa. Yes. You definitely do not like. Yes, and that's what I'm saying. I want you to put more emphasis on how much you do not like. No, time out, because what you're not gonna do is play me. So the reality is the list of women where I'm just like, I'm not comfortable with that is less than five. No, no, I'm not talking about in our real life. I'm talking about in this hypothetical situation. Wait, what are you saying that I'm not saying? I, no, I want you to be like, I, I even more dramatically <laughs> explain how you would be acting. How would I be acting? You and Melanie are the same person. Say it more because you ain't said nothing. Mel, let's look at Mel. No, let's not look at no, Mel. No, 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 because I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to come back to you because you and Mel are the same person when it come to this here. Mm, okay, come on, this. Greg, be on here. Hey, I'm Goosby finna be doing my building stuff. Mel okay. be like, first of all, you be building our I'm house. Not that bad. Wall. No, you are the subdued version of that. The energy is the same. You ain't Mel. Ah, ah. But you are like, ah, ah. <laughs> Right. Okay, so listen. That is more okay, so listen. Or heavy, you would be heavy attitude. Did you have some time? A good time with your little friend? Oh, I'm definitely doing that. That's you, but oh, it's I'm the, doing energy that. is the same. Expressed differently. Mel is loud and Beyonce, you are on some But hmm. what but I just said that. I just feel like you didn't really say as the much point as I want is, you to I want But this to is the other thing that 
I don't feel like even me myself personally, it would. It's case by case. Okay. So there Say are. More. Okay, I am. There are some friends that you have that you met first. Yeah. That you mean now I met before you were introduced to them. No, simply met first. For example, um, Shari and Sharice as an example. Okay. You met first. Y'all were all friends Industry first. Industry friends. Industry friends met first, whatever. I'm now so cool with them and friends with them that, like, y'all gone. I, don't I actually care. totally forgot about that. They've become our friends for sure. That's what I'm saying. And so that type of relationship where I'm friends with them and I know them so much and I do consider them friends, there's no, like, go and live your life. I don't care. Yeah. And then there are – but that's case by case because there are some friends that maybe you did meet first and I could be, like, acquaintances with them and I would still be like, so where y'all going? My eyes are little. So what you finna do? What time you gonna be back? And you going with who? It's just the two of y'all. Someone else coming with you. You can't ask Joshua if maybe he want to come. Like those would be, <laughs> those would be like that would be my vibe. And that has more to do with. And listen, I, there's a saying that is, "I trust my husband. I don't trust her." Well, if you don't trust her, nothing can go down unless your husband also allows it. Right. So by saying that, you're saying you don't trust either. And I think there's truth to that. For sure. So you don't trust me. So. I, I guess maybe that's what I'm saying. I guess the point is that what you I talking? do. I and I'm not saying I don't trust you in that I don't trust you. Oh, but I also feel like uh, we, I'm not finna put nobody in a compromising position to fail. A potentially yeah. compromising position to fail. That's fair. It's the same thing. And I also wouldn't do that my own self. That's Kevin. what I'm saying. You have to know your boundaries, even if you trust. Like that just is unwise. You know, it was like we used to. We read this. Um, thing or we listened to something and they were like you have to give your spouse enough room to hang themselves remember when we used to enough say that to enough yeah. rope to hang themselves and i used to be conflicted about it then and now as i'm older i'm still like i don't know how i feel about that yeah what do you think i i think that was your cue to speak no it's uh how do i say this there has to be trust Right. OK. Or you are going to drive yourself crazy. I agree. Right. So you and and if you're not trusting, you will create scenarios and things that don't exist and make them exist and turn nothing into something. And then now you have a legit problem. Right. We've talked about this before. I had a friend who had been cheated on a couple of times and then she just assumed people were going to cheat on her. So she would back them in and accuse them, accuse them. And then when they try to break up with her, she wouldn't allow them. So people would just end up cheating on her yeah. because, but it was like, she created that environment in some ways. You know what I mean? You disagree? I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm trying to make sure I understand where you, I think I understand what you're saying. I'm not quite sure you're saying it correctly, <laughs> but I think I understand the heart of which is. Yes, that's essentially what I'm saying. I think I understand the sent the sentiment behind what you were saying. I'm Mind just not you, quite sure. She said this to me verbatim, so you are disagreeing with her of her own life. Yes, I am. The reason why, <laughs> and that's fine. Uh, the reason why is because I think that there is a little bit of like victim blaming there. No, this is her words, not mine. No, and that's fine. I think she is owning oh, she someone. She, she's blaming herself as right. a victim. She's blaming herself for someone cheating on her. Yeah. She's saying she created the environment. She created stuff that wasn't there. When the guys try to break up with her, she wouldn't allow them. Then she clung to them. So they end up cheating on her because they, you know. Anyway, man, I'm not speaking for this girl. Shoot. Well, go on. Finish life. your thought. I mean, who am I to disagree? Who are me? Who are you? You are you to disagree with her own. Listen, if that's how she feels, I mean, whatever. I think we do all have trauma. I think that we often um, project our trauma onto other people. I also think there is a case to be made in which you are comfortable around a certain level of dysfunction. Fair. And when things are normal, you're uncomfortable. So you create the dysfunction Fair to enough. be comfortable. Shout out to the big leap. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't know that was big leap energy, but that's also just true. Like in psychology. Yeah. If things are going too well, you're oh, like, sure, I get this that. is not, and this so is going you too well. Let me that. sabotage this to be Okay. I get I that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that the, I think we all do that. I, yeah, you're right. That would be like an upper limit problem. Like, ooh, things are going really too well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not quite sure what's happening. We haven't argued. We haven't done this. So I need to pick an argument. And it's not that it's that like conscious and no, you're that aware sure. of it. But most definitely you can create dysfunction because that's far more comfortable than when things are calm and healthy. Really. Yes. When unhealthy is so comfortable. Yes. So, yeah, I agree with that, that it is um, uh, upper limit problem. So while we're talking about um, upper limit, which we love the upper limit, we also want to talk about you upping your home decor game by talking to you about FrameBridge. FrameBridge, Gus. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I've found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. Add a gallery wall to your home, office, or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to the photos sitting on your phone, you can FrameBridge just about anything. Here is how it works. Just go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online and dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers the experts at framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door ready to hang instead of the hundreds you pay at a framing store their prices start at 39 dollars, and all shipping is free plus my listeners will get 15 percent off their first order at framebridge.com when they use code love love Kevin and I uh, used FrameBridge. We uploaded one of our couple pictures from, meaning Kevin and I, couple picture, from um, Instagram onto FrameBridge. It's really, really simple. Like this, like I said earlier, you simply go onto the website and upload your photo that you want to have framed. I love the black matte frames with the white insets, just the look that mm, I like you, for- You definitely like it. Um, a gallery wall. It's just, you know, simple. It's classic. It'll never go out of style. And it allows you to frame your beautiful pictures that you have on Instagram, which is the new photo it is. album. It is. But this allows you to hang them in your house really, really nicely. And um, it's my favorite thing. So when I do my photo gallery wall, this is how you can preserve those photos in a beautiful way that's really inexpensive because I think we've talked before, if you've ever attempted to frame something, it is so expensive. So expensive. It is so expensive. So the fact that these photos start or this framing starts at $39 plus free shipping. And we're going to offer you 15% off when you use promo code love. Love. Listen, this is a deal. And as the holidays are coming up, send your grandmama, send your mama, send whoever a picture of you and your family and get it beautifully framed. Do the classic like me. Do a one or two inch inset with white, a picture in the middle and do a black um, thin frame on the outside. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com. Use promo code love to save an additional 15% off your first order. Framebridge.com. Promo code love. Love. One more time, framebridge.com, promo code love. love. All right, thank you so much to FrameBridge for sponsoring the podcast. And now we're going, did we get all the squeeze out of that? I don't know if we ever said whether we can be friends or not. Oh, so can't. So, oh, so thank you. And now also, I want to say something while say we're on the subject. As much as I'm making fun of Melissa. I can't think of a time outside of work friends that you've had like, hey, this is my new male friend. No. And I would fight. Oh, I know. There is I'm an probably example. worse. Oh, he's far worse. There was a time when we were somewhere and we were all in the car. Kevin normally likes to sit in the front seat because he's tall. And <laughs> Kev was going to sit in the front. And the guy was like, okay, then I'll just sit in the back. And Kev was like, I'll sit in the back. Fine. I don't even remember. Do you remember this? Mm-mm. We were somewhere, and I feel like it was only preceded. Maybe were he complimented, complimented were in the back? me. Yes, I was in the back seat. I don't remember where we were. It was somewhere cold. Who is this? And that's another thing. Kev just be saying things, and I'd be like, "This what is I the just most." Be saying we were at when you were getting your hair done in North Hollywood. First of all, uh, or getting I, a haircut. Don't ever say that I'm like sorry, that. You're right. <laughs> For women, it's hair done. But for men, you're right. You were getting a haircut. We were in North Hollywood. Literally walking down the street. Okay. I must have just got my hair done. It was like on a Saturday where I was like, I'm the reason the vacation. I'm about to get dressed and go to the hair, the wherever, the beauty, the shower, wherever you, the barbershop. 
So I'm walking because I never stay inside of the barbershop because it's always, it's actually really uncomfortable for me to be around a bunch of men like that. So I walk down to Namie's, Nimi's, whatever the like beauty supply. You don't even know. Anyway, oh, no, I know what you're talking about. I yeah, don't know the name. The one down, that was right there. Yeah. Yeah. So I walk down as I'm walking down. Two men are yelling out of the car. Hey, Ma, you look fine. I text Kev because I'm thinking it's funny. Kev, these guys, I'm coming right now. Where are you? I'm about to. With first half of all, a haircut. they're in Sacramento by now because they're telling, <laughs> they're just like quite literally. Don't nobody call you fine because I'll fire um, on if everybody. If you don't go on and get up out of here in my face talking this nonsense, but also I just don't, number one, I don't really inter- even entertain that type of energy, but it's just like, Kev, this, because I'm so forthcoming with like, ooh, Kev, guess what just happened? Ha, ha, ha. But he don't want to ha, ha, ha with me. Ain't nothing funny because I'll fight. I will kill. I'll stab. I'll get a thrill. You holler at my wife? I'll take your life. <laughs> <laughs> she is not pretty to you. Anyways, She's pretty to me only. Anyways, the point is You are that blind, Bartimaeus. Blind, blind. Listen, you got to be churchy. Blind, that. blind bowling. The point is that... That you are far worse than I am. Far and worse. Often, I wish you would have an industry friend. Hey, this is Jacob. I'm finna go have some avocado toast with Jacob. Oh, avocado toast. Oh, breakfast. Oh, now you eat breakfast every day. As we're like, times, you don't. Oh, you always skip breakfast as with many me. Many times as you want to go have breakfast or go for a hike. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, and I'd be like, okay. Sure. Find you a little male friend. Find you a little industry friend. I'm not even go down do and it. no go do but it. I just want to say I love you. I feel so comfortable with you. Go on, sleep in his bed. Go spend the night in his house. All live, I want to say live with the, him. All I want to say is the energy is not the same. Live with him since you love him so much. Live. You want to talk about living? Sure. Do I'm you want to talk you. about that time or you want to let it go? They said he's. They said you got Mel's energy precisely. Mel has nothing on me when it comes to Melissa Fredericks. You understand me? No, Mel's crazy though. Mel is Mel is ludicrous. We were talking to someone. I've said this often. I often say that we're two sides of the same coin, but I've started saying that she's the Hennessy to my Coke. Because I feel like that's a more accurate description to fully yes. understand, like, our personalities. Like, Hennessy and Coke, they go well together. I assume I've actually never had it because I don't like Coke. But the point is that... <laughs> Hennessy is fine with me. It's Coke it's I don't love. It's Coke that I don't love. <laughs> that is what I low-key just said. Um, but, like, Hennessy will turn you up. That's brown liquor, ain't it? Brown liquor. Listen, you know how brown liquor get down in your system and make you, like, be, be crazy. Like, who's that over there minding their business? Listen, what y'all looking at? Not me? You thought about me. Danny is so crazy. Me, She was at the house over the weekend. Kevin and I were talking. This girl going to say, what y'all over there talking about? First of all, you're in my house. <laughs> we're not at the club. Second of all, you need to show all the way. Give me your cup, as a matter of fact. Just go and sit down somewhere and give me this cup. But, you know, the brown liquor have you looking over at somebody way across the way, talking about they over there whispering, they got to be talking about me. <laughs> Who are those? Children? I bet they talking crap about me. What y'all over there watching? YouTube videos? Bet you was in the shade. Oh room. my god! So my point is that's male energy all day. I'm just coke, you know. Maybe you get a little caffeinated. You might a little bit, a little pick me up, a little something, some. But it ain't nothing gonna turn you out. You ain't gonna be terrible. You ain't gonna regret your decisions the next day. That's with it coke? with coke. I think you're a little more than coke. I am coke. A hand is hand. I, I might give you a splash of hand. A cherry coke. No, of Hennessy. <laughs> <laughs> not a splash of cherry coke. A splash of Hennessy. I'm not very Hennessy. special. VSOP. Oh, we just learned that. Yeah, the very special mm-hmm. something. Okay. Anyway, what is your answer on this? Oh, they said it's cherry Pepsi, not cherry coke. Wait, it's not both. I don't know. Actually, I don't know either. Joe. Uh, my answer is I would be. It would be ludicrously hard for me to let Melissa have brand new friend. I'm just grateful. This isn't a brand new friend. This is 15 year friendship. You don't have none of them. So what if it was no? Kev's not here for it because even when my godbrother was trying to stay with us, she was like, "No." This what we talk about. I didn't think he was gonna no. bring it up. Let no. me tell you, 
This is why Melissa want to live with people. Let me tell y'all what happened, okay? Me, Kevin. I'm living in Los Angeles. Me and Zay Zay on set of Little Rascals. We got our little uh, studio apartment in Burbank. Paid for by the studio. Shout out to uh, Warner Brothers, whoever made that movie. Universal. I think it was Universal. Yeah. Universal. Shout out to y'all for putting us up. I get me, a, get me a call from my wife, okay? Hey, Kev. My god brother fell on hard times. My mom already talked to him uh, about staying with us for a while. With is not no, there was it was a it was me or my sister. With me, her was her and Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or her sister who was living in another house in Tacoma. I said, "Wait, I saw Derek. I was like, is that Derek?" Yeah. No, that's <laughs> Mind you, God brother loose term. No, it's not. Well, actually, I'm going to agree with you. My God brothers, you know. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people introduced to me as her. I, no, let me finish. I, let me stop. So I have God brothers that my mom is their God parents. And then I have my God brothers who I would consider my God brothers. Like my God brothers, my God sister. Yes. And rest in peace to Michael. But they would be like their their parents are my godparents, and I would consider them family. They were they would be them. Yes, Chad, Michael, Britt. They are my Which literally is fine. blood. I also would not have been cool with that, but at least I know them. See, you wouldn't have been and, cool with that. No, but they actually treated you like a sister. Yeah, there was never no other energy other than that. But I also knew them, and they were introduced like that. And you guys had history prior to that. We had right. history prior to In work. Hawaii, knew each That's other. That's where we met Derek and him. Let me finish my story. Derek! Now his name is out here. Hope he ain't <laughs> watching, but because you can see me anytime. I'll, I'll drop the location code. I'll ask your boy, Big Valley Energy. Hit me in the valley. It's where I be. A name I never heard. You haven't? No! Name above all name. Never heard the name. The first mention of the name... He wants to stay with me while I'm in L.A.? Actually, it wasn't Derek. I, it wasn't. I was going to steal an airplane, <laughs> learn how to fly on the way to the airport. Isaiah, the movie's over. I don't care about your career. Your mom has lost her everlasting mind. If she thinks a man I have never met, I don't care if it is your god brother, loose term, is going to come sit up in the mortgage I pay. Well, Melissa pays most of it, but I chip in. No, we were working at Boeing at the time. Yeah, but she was making more than me. Uh, I covered at least 35% of it. <laughs> My name's on the mortgage. You live Where are you finna sleep? Under my roof while I'm not there? Give us it. Heaven, hell. <laughs> you better decide which one you're going to be at because God's going to be sending you. And he's going to be judging me too. I was, I saw red. I remember where I was. I looked at, when you told me that, I looked at, I said, hold on, let me just, hold on now, let me look at oh this. Oh my God. You, I had to hang up. I don't remember the conversation. I, I remember he wasn't having it. My mom was so mad because she was like, yeah, I she done my threw God, brother, your God, my God, son. Because really, if it was Michael Shad, I probably would have fought harder because those are literally I've known them since we were in California before even Hawaii. Yeah. Like my my dad's very well, we're in California now, but my dad's very first duty station after he joined the military. Uh, I consider them like quite literally like. Uncle Ron, Aunt Sharita, and those are my godbrothers. We went to school together. Like, those are, that's my family. And so I probably would have fought a little harder. But I asked on some, like, my mom was like, he don't got nowhere to stay. Like, he was having a really hard stay time. Stay with her then. She was gone. He was out here in I Washington. Anyways, don't care. The point is homelessness is a problem. We're working on it as a community. Join us down at Skid Row. <laughs> Somebody will give you a sandwich. If I were home, it's a different conversation. Okay. The answer is still no, but it's a different conversation. Okay. I'm not even home. Can you imagine me being like, oh, yeah, my god sister who you've never heard of, you're out in L.A. My mom thought it'd be a good idea. She just came and lived with me while you're gone. A girl you've never heard of. 
Yeah, I wouldn't be here. Can you it. imagine? But I and the way they set it up is not my. It was. It was. We was already talking about it because we were. I'm getting upset even thinking about it. Kev always feel like everybody's uh, out to to bum rush him, and that's not true. We just have to have a preliminary conversation where I'm. That's my mama and my sister. Even though you be lying, Your mom, you be in my stores. Had lost her mind for a moment. Anyways, she, she hadn't known that. Someone Kevin. said, "So who is more jealous out of Kevin and Melissa?" Me by see a this. Mile. I'm happy the truth is out. This is what happens. Kevin will frame me in a way. And when you're listening, she to is me, jealous, though. She is jealous for when me. When you're listening to him, <laughs> love like me, a hurricane. Replace me with I him. I am a tree, and that's the truth. Kevin remember the time I wasn't jealous. Kevin remember the time I wasn't jealous, and how, and how you remember how you Kevin projects the energy that he gives on me to the public, but it's not the truth. Do you remember the time? We're supposed to be answering questions, but what you're going That's toward. What you're going toward is not about being jealous. This is what Kevin is talking about. I worked at Boeing. Yeah, tell the people. Yeah, it was Boeing. It wasn't when I was five. at the bank? No, because oh, five. Oh, it was the five. And I didn't know what that word meant either. How? You worked at Boeing. I didn't work. And you actually did jobs. I scheduled planes. I didn't know no terms. I did data entry. You actually was literally So you working. really didn't know what that meant? No, Melissa. You didn't tell me until later, and I was like, oh. "No, because I thought you knew." No, Melissa, I didn't know what that word meant. Well, that provide that gives a lot of context that I didn't have in the moment. I didn't know that till right now, thirty seven years a later. Fob to me, the only, the first time I figured out was that. The second time is the key thing, the boop. Oh, when I heard about it for the key thing, I was like, "Well, how is this a fob?" Yes. Tell the story so okay. you can understand why I wasn't as upset. Okay, so I don't the, know. And Boeing had eight billion acronyms. That's true. And they were, it was you quite four acronyms for the same thing. Yeah, no, it was its own language. That's 100% And true. you was on the defense side. You was on the actual, I, my yeah, work goes Yeah, but with airplanes, FOBs are, uh, it's not FOB, it's FOD. FOD, FOD, you're right. But you also go, you know, before we finish this, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. All right, now let's talk about life insurance as we're talking about what men, whether men get more mad at women. One thing that we know 100% for sure is that men have more life insurance than women. In fact, they have as much as twice as much coverage as women. Mm -hmm. And did you know women, we be out living our men. Y'all do. We do. I'm finna be dead. You don't say that now. (laughs) Well, I got to get more of it. Jenny Life wants to help you shrink that gap. Doesn't matter if you're a working mom, single mom, expecting mom, single, or if you're a mother of four, uh, four-legged babies, you need life insurance, and you need it from Jenny Life. Mm-hmm. Before Jenny Life, I was just a working mother mm-hmm. next to an entrepreneurial husband, which even the mole means I need to get myself some life insurance. Right. I was able to hook up with uh, Jenny Life, and voila, now I'm a responsible mother, a responsible wife, and a responsible mom with life insurance. And life insurance is an important thing. Taking care of your family and your legacy, especially for people like us who can't get it with our work. We cannot. We can't get it like as part of our job. Yeah. It's got yeah. to be separate. And and it's a, and take care of this, people. Yeah, man. It's a, it is something you need. It's something you need to take care of when you don't need it because once you need it, it's too late. Too late. It's too late to apologize. Did you know that at one time in the United States, it was illegal for women to own a life insurance policy? I actually policy? did not know that. It's patriarchal society. Fight the power. Uh, with Jenny Life, you can get your life insurance policy without blood work or unnecessary red tape. You can do it all online from the comfort of your own home. They're going to ask you five questions, curate plans from dozens of A-rated insurance companies, and give you a personalized, budget-friendly life insurance quote in a matter of seconds. For example, a 32-year-old woman can get a half a million dollar policy in coverage for about a dollar a day without ever stepping foot in a doctor's office. Shouts to you. Visit JennyLife.com slash love to love. get your free quote right now. Right now. Today. That's today. JennyLife.com slash love. love. Get your life insurance quote today. Today. JennyLife.com slash love. Love. Yo. If you've been watching me on my hikes, you've been seeing that I am the world's most amazing nature photographer. 
This is your not pictures a, are really good. They are really good. And yeah. it's not because I know what I'm doing. It's because I learned on Skillshare. Skillshare Did you also learn how to be jealous on Skillshare? Is no, that I, a, this is a skill I was born with. Oh, okay. Uh, Skillshare is an <laughs> online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for the creative and curious people like myself. Skillshare offers creative classes designed for real life and the circumstances that come with it. These lessons can help you stay inspired, express yourself, and introduce yourself to a community of millions. Listen, as the husband of a beautiful wife, I am tasked with taking great pictures of her. I hope you've signed up for their expert level. I learned photography. photography. Class. One of the things I learned on Skillshare. Do they have an angles class? Is her angles. I'm six foot tall. Melissa's much less than that. One of I'm the biggest mista- mistakes I you are not. I am five seven. Mistakes I was making was coming top down on yes. her picture and distorting her. I learned on Skillshare yes. that you need to come down to her level yes. and frame her correctly and she'll look proportionate yes. as opposed to looking like a weird person too high or scrunched up too low. Yes. Um so just as simple as that, I've gotten that much better using my my phone um as my camera. I don't have a special camera like Joshy Gans. I just a regular boy. All right. So um, I also did a lot of graphic design classes because I have to pay for each flyer. And sometimes it's just a little thing I want to do for yeah. fun for a piece of content. And I don't want to pay somebody sure. 75 to $200, you know, and I, I like to create myself. Uh, I do too. I like to create in a different way. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Melissa made some really dope um, uh, flyers yesterday that she showed me. And it's because she was using Skillshare on her own. So listen this. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash LH. And the first 1,000 people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. Be one of the first 1,000 to sign up at Skillshare.com slash LH. Thank you so much to our sponsors for sponsoring the episode. Without them, we wouldn't have no show because YouTube demonetizes everything we do on this show. (laughs) That's true. So listen to the ads and click the clicks. Click the clicks. So you, your work actually went into the factory. Yes. You actually had planes yes. in your job. Yes. I never had to go into the factory. But you worked, you scheduled the airplanes. Melissa, I the, put, but your my work, scheduling. You literally were upstream from my job. I never know upstream or downstream. No, is. you were upstream, meaning you're scheduling when things are being done. Was before which you? Tri- yeah, so that triggers me to buy what I needed to buy. Somebody check my work. All I did was say, Ryanair wants a 737. Correct. By Here, this date. By this date. And it backdates that, which backdates parts and when they need to be ordered I based on that. lead time. That's my job. But all I did is say, Ryanair's plane's coming on this day. Here's the line number. Here's the configurations. It's extended range. It's traditional 737. It should be out of the factory by this day. And here are their selections. Okay, this is but the But then my job ends. I never find out, does this actually happen? Nobody on my team actually inspects these planes. You, uh, I didn't go into the factory unless I just wanted to go to, to their... F- they had a different cafeteria. <laughs> they had different food. I was tired of eating our stuff. I said, let me go what's over in the factory. And actually, that was rare. The commercial... Uh, they had different vending machines, too. The So it's, well, very high level. It's scheduler, you, planner, and yeah. then like procurement kicks in. Yes. Okay, this is what it is, you guys. So we worked at Boeing. I worked in procurement. And for those who don't know, procurement is I would actually literally buy buy the parts for the airplane. So I would negotiate pricing, uh, do lead time, make sure things were on time, make sure they were quality. If things didn't work, we had to ship them back, make sure they were all squared away, get them back on the floor, meaning the plant floor of the factory. So that way the um, technicians could like put the parts on the plane to get the plane to working and get it to the customer on time. That's why I say you were upstream from me. Yeah. Because all of that made, it would just, you would plug in a date and it would backdate everything and that would be the trigger, you know, for me to buy stuff. So I was in, I was a procurement agent at Boeing. So with that said, oftentimes what would happen is, um, well, two things. Number one, I worked on like the third or fourth floor. And when you, downstairs on like the ground floor, there was like, I, would, I don't want to call it a cafeteria because that's quite a bit. It was more like a shopette or like, like a cafe. A, uh, cafes even quite a bit because it was more like a Seven Eleven, but we didn't really have hot food. Yeah, I, uh, I guess a it was kind of like the Hudson News at the airport. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was because I'm like shop ed, but if you don't work live yeah, on base, yeah, you yeah. don't know what that means. Okay, so anyways, that's kind of what it was like. So I would go downstairs, you know, three o'clock when you're kind of like ready to get off work and get like a snack, a cup of coffee, whatever. It's like a pick me up. 
Of course, on the factory floor, all these airplanes are there and it's just a bunch of men. Like that's who worked on the factory floor. Just quite literally a bunch of grimy middle-aged men that's who worked on the factory floor so on Fridays we had what's called uh you know dress down Fridays or whatever so in Washington I wore a lot of like sundresses number one because sundresses are like sweatpants but you can wear them to work yeah Um, and booty be loose in sundresses so anyways I have on this sundress and I'm walking to the cafeteria and one of the dudes on the factory floor says to me like yells girl you making me want to do a fod check in that dress FOD stands for Foreign Object Debris. And what happens when you're doing airplanes is that there are some parts that are so um, critical, really anything, that if you had a bobby pin from your hair that fell off and got somewhere in the airplane, the, the plane could literally fall, like it could mess it up and fall out of the sky. Like literally there are some parts in airplanes that are that sensitive. So at the beginning of every shift, the technicians had to do a fog check, which is basically you go through, you check the airplane from from the back to the front, from one wing to the other wing, and you ensure that you didn't leave anything at the beginning of the shift and at the end of your shift, and everybody did this. So that you're like looking in all the nooks and crannies mm-hmm. of the airplane, trying to make sure that, you know, someone wasn't eating on the airplane and they left the cap to their water bottle. First of all, you were sexually harassed. Literally. At so work. It was it, like, I'm not over exaggerating. This is sexual harassment. Like the 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 meaning behind what he was saying. He want to feel all up on you real close. Is sexual nice harassment. and slow like Usher? That, huh? In, in absolute hmm? real life, this is sexual harassment. I want to fill you up. So I'm like, oh my! I almost stopped going downstairs. He uh, actually talked to me like two weeks later. I went down there again, and I was going back. Like I would like like run basically go get whatever I needed and come back to the elevator and he like chased me down and was like I just want to let you know I am so sorry like I really didn't mean it that way and I understand that it may have come out like that but like and I was just like okay. how else could you mean it but remember I told my manager yeah, and yeah I was like I feel like like this was inappropriate and I don't know if she said something or whatever but he was like I just want to let you know like you know I'm sorry so anyways we have I have this conversation with my husband when we get home Kevin he's the husband in this story and I'm like oh my god like this happened at work and like Loki I feel like this is sexual harassment like like it's not like overt but like it's kind of like subtle sexual harassment right and Kev's response was like the energy that you see right now it wasn't that energy but you're going to tell him why. Yeah, why though? So you can because lie. Because your old job, uh-huh. when I flipped out the last time, you got mad. Yeah, but that was a different scenario. I wasn't sexually harassed. Melissa's working at a bank. This is okay. just story time. No, it's story time because they're going to hear the whole thing. This is story time this with is Kevin wor- Melissa. I, 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 I. No, Kevin's not triggered. I'm triggered because I don't understand why he wasn't mad. I'm going to tell you why. Melissa's working at the bank. Hey, dude, and this isn't sexual, but he talks. No, that's the biggest difference. will you let me tell something? Okay, fine. She does something. I don't remember the beginning of the story, but I remember when I was pissed. And he talked crazy to Melissa via email, and I lost it. I was, we talked about this on the first Love Hour tour, which we never released that video. I was like, Melissa, I'm going to come to the branch I'm going to beat the brakes off this dude. And if I get fired, when when I get fired, I would have done my justice. I don't know who he thinks he's talking to. Wait, what did you say happened? This is what I responded oh, okay. when you told me what he said mm-hmm. through email. Yeah. Okay. You can CC me and then you can CC these hands. <laughs> I was going to come to her branch in hard bottoms. And physically assault. And he was like five, three, yeah, five, he was five. Little, he was so little white dude. I was like, oh, for my ancestors. About as big as I am. I'm finna beat the brakes off of you on your 10-minute break. You're gonna come back to lunch with a black eye and an almond joy. Okay? Live it. How and this was he just talked crazy, Melissa. He didn't. He just like all caps me and he, it was completely unnecessary. No, he he told you what you could do. I can't and he tried remember. to talk. He talked. I don't remember exactly. Like but okay. Angel says, he talked cash crazy to yeah. you. Yeah. Melissa got mad 
because I overreacted. I don't need you to do all this. You always trying to fix it. I wasn't telling you for that. This and that, that and this, you doing too much. So when this happens, I'm like, in my mind, the last time something like this happened, I flipped out. I don't know what a fraud is, so I feel like Kevin Hart in 40 year version. First of all, <laughs> you're, losing a lot of, you're using a lot of words I understand. So I'm going to take it as disrespect. Watch your mouth. I didn't know what a fraud was. So in my mind, I'm like, I need to calm my inner rage because the last time I was going to flip out, she didn't like that. But much to my chagrin, this time she wanted me to flip out. So provide context, Kevin. I don't know how we got, but we're here now. The context is that when I was at the bank, I had just started at that branch. I had just finished a management training program. And I started at that branch. He was already, he just has one of those like jerky personalities, very much like Brett from Married at First Sight. Yeah, for That's sure. That's his person. It's just very sarcastic. For sure, he is him. Yeah, he is. And just, he just sometimes has like, you're just a jerk. Can you just not be a jerk? Even to this day, he's just that type of person. So anyways, um, I just started at the branch. I just finished the management training program. We're like 23, because mm. I don't even think I had Isaiah. You I wasn't even pregnant. Just out of school, uh, college. And so I'm like, you are responding like I need you to be my daddy. You're responding oh, like him time. and Jason, Kevin's brother, were like, I will go up. We will roll up here right now. We will fight this dude. Like Kevin was trying to come like that day. And I was that like. That moment in how time. Did, how did we get here? I'm like, beat him up not, on the day he I'm emailed here, you. I'm trying to like vent to you that like I cannot believe this dude did this. Like all I need to do is vent. And then and I went back and told him like on some real. Like I felt like that was disrespectful. I think it was uncalled for. It was unnecessary. Like I don't need that type of energy for me. And I did have that conversation with him. I just needed my husband to be like, yeah, you do need to have a conversation with him because he's out here tripping. And he was trying to come up to my job and like, holy, get me fired. Like you was going to go to jail. I was going to be fired. And then that was just going to be the story that we had to tell. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's not even what I need right now. Fast forward. Probably I was at the bank for what, seven years, six or seven years. Fast forward six or seven years when I'm at Boeing and he's correlating that scenario to me being literally sexually harassed. And even if the energy wasn't like, I'll be at your job tomorrow, I just needed you to be mad because that's really what I wanted in that moment. I just wanted you to be mad with me. I didn't want you to come fix it. Why does this sound like the same argument we've had for the last 20 years? <laughs> I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to meet me where I am I was, in I, my anger. I didn't know how else to not be. Like, the the reaction I had. You still don't for no, 16 years. I, the reaction I had, you didn't like. So this next time, I'm like, all Your I really swing, know. swing, though. Your I, swing. That's what I'm saying. All I really know is hands for this scenario. So if it's hands and you don't want hands, then it's like. <laughs> What then? Tell me, tell me why. This is why Joe be doing all my stuff. I know. He said, "Fair enough." Like me, he yeah, said, "Tell he me why." Say. He think he me, but he also is. Oh, so anyway, man. it will be hard for either of us. Maybe that's the point. Melissa said the other day, "This is so funny to me." She said, "Kev, you just be on set all day, then you come home to me." Well, when I say that, remember you were saying you be uh, I be gone all the time. It sounds like I, something I said, but I don't remember. <laughs> We were shooting the show last two weeks. What did I mean it? Because I don't understand like, the context. You were on set all day, and then you just come home, and then you'd be like, hmm, you was just gone. But what was I trying to say? I be gone too much. Oh, that's what I was trying yeah. to say? Oh, okay, well, then that's accurate. Like, you know what I'm doing. You know who's there. Oh, you just out here being gone. You do be being gone. I be working. Gone. <laughs> My work is out. out of, between you and Joe, I can't do nothing. Zay's the only one who don't care about me. Whatever. Okay, do we answer the question? Because listen, we need yeah. to move on to we question. We need to move on. We need to move on. You try to have that man come live with you while I was living in LA. You was on one another. Joshua, when you're in relationships, how do you respond to your girls having <laughs> having men live with them? I think new friends are different. Would you say you think new, new friends. friends are different? I think prior friends, there's already there's already context there, but like Who's the new? Why are you meeting new people with yeah, me? Don't be, don't be new are you jealous? I can't be. Really? I can't be. So it's the men's. I know I'm jealous. I ain't gonna hide it. I'm like my God. God's a jealous God, and I'm His son. 
gonna be just like my father in heaven. He is jealous for me. That's love's like a hurricane. I am a tree. First of all, I don't like them calling my God toxic. This sounds toxic. God is in the Bible. He was like, oh, he's a God toxic has guy. so much. Oh, bet. I, okay, y'all. Oh, you want me to repeat myself? <laughs> right. You touch the ark. What I tell you, dead. <laughs> dead. Oh, you want to serve other put other gods before me? Dead. I don't think that God is toxic. He's jealous, though. Uh, okay. Someone said they believe men are more jealous than women. I think I agree. For sure. That although Mel will give you a run for your money, though, in real life. She kind of crazy. Mel would a lot. Mel's head would explode if your mom had called and said, uh, or or Greg's mom had called and said, a man's coming to live with her while she's somewhere else. I don't know why she didn't call Mel, but maybe she was still in college. Why your mom didn't call me? Because I, this is okay. Uh, and we're we not, can move off the. After I this. don't know if we're gonna move. This is Kev's problem. Kevin, for some reason, really thinks that my family is his blood family. First of all, they are. I know everything and everything. Listen, am I about to bust you out on this story? Bust me out. Bust me out. Am I about to let you live? No, bust me out. This is what happened. Oh, so you're going to bust me out. (laughs) I was talking to my sister and my mom. Go ahead. uh, Go ahead and tell the story. You ain't going to let me finish? (laughs) So Kev was on the the, uh, live, the Patreon on here's the thing i think it was a bonus episode anyways he was telling this story about my sister okay our sister he often says my sister and he's talking about one of my sisters okay my melanie monique they are my (laughs) sisters mine so all you have on me is what 12 years 12 we met when we were 16 that's what i'm saying you only have known male 12 years longer than me that's it Oh, I got you. And she wasn't even like a four-year-old baby for some of that. So she doesn't remember. So eight. <laughs> Wait. Before what I make, what grade is Mel in? Seventh? When we met? No, no. Yeah, we met. Or sixth. No, I don't seventh, think you, Yeah, seventh. I don't think you met her when we were at. Because uh, Nick was in ninth grade. So Mel was in seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. I met Mel when she was JoJo's age. Yeah, that's nuts. JoJo is 12. Yeah, that's crazy. That's when I met Mel. Yeah. But that is my sister. But there's still time in which you don't know her. Okay, we're going to take a break before we tell the story. So hold on. Really quick, want to talk to you guys about better help. I don't know if you heard this. Chris Rock is in therapy seven hours a week. Is he really? Right now. Absolutely. And he said it's the best decision he's made in his life. And he can also um, afford those resources because he's filthy rich. Now, us regular people, we sure. don't have that type of money. And for that reason, we thank God for better help. Better help will help assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating with him or her in under 48 hours. What's funny about this is I actually sent the BetterHelp app to a friend of mine over the weekend because um, she's pregnant and she's going through, honestly, a, a really hard time. And I was like, you, you need someone to talk to. And as much as I'm here for you and will always be here for you, you need a professional yeah. counselor to just kind of vent and let it all out. And they will allow you the, ch- the opportunity to scream, to yell, to curse, to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And then at the end, they're going to give you actionable steps to help you get better. And that's what I love about BetterHelp. No matter where you are, they can meet you where you are because it's a phone app. They, you can do it by text. You can do it by video chat. You can do a combination of the two. Whatever you need in terms of whatever you're looking for in terms of your therapist, whether it's um, race, whether it's age, whether it's Christian values or not, whatever it is, you pick those um, specific characteristics that you want in your therapist, they will match you. And then you go through the process and get the help that not only you deserve, but the help that you actually need, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Absolutely. And I recommend it. Melissa recommends it. Joshua recommends it. We all recommend it. And you should check it out. Listen, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted day lead visit betterhelp.com slash love hour love hour that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p and join the over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced profession now in fact so many people have been using better help h-e-l-p that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 
states. Which is good to hear because we've also had a lot of counselors on the show, a lot of experts on this show. And I think it'd be great if you guys are listening to sign up because people be needing the help. Yeah, okay? buddy. We be needing the help. Once again, special offer for Love Hour listeners. Only get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Love Hour. Love Hour. And now back to the show. Okay. Uh, we're going to tell the story. We're going in. So this is. And tell story. it right. Yes. It don't matter because however I tell it, it's wrong because you weren't there. Kevin tells this story on the Patreon. He told this story on the Patreon like three weeks ago. Last where, week. Where. You're already messing up. It was like two weeks ago. Anyways, the point is he tells the story on Patreon where my sister, okay, my sister was, what he said was she was vegan <laughs> and she went vegan and the meal that caused her not to no longer be vegan was Sloppy Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said that this happened when we were in high school. That the he inserts himself in this story and that's why he upped it by probably 10 years at oh. least. He put us in a completely different state. We weren't even in the United We weren't even on the North American content continent when this happened. Literally, he completely This is what Kevin does. We tell him so many stories. We've been together for so long, so he's heard a lot Only of, 20 years. He's heard Only a lot of together stories. Only ain't been with me. He's heard a lot of stories from my childhood, so much so that he remembers them where he is present, but he was not. So the truth is that this happened when we were in Germany. My sister was probably in 4th grade, 3rd or 4th grade, if that. We left Germany and I was, no, she was probably in third or fourth grade. So she's probably in third or fourth grade and she was vegetarian. Veganism wasn't even a thing in 1990. I made it relevant to the day. Nobody even knew what veganism was. It wasn't a thing in 1990, Did she or did she not stop because of Sloppy Joe? She became a vegetarian. Did she or did she not stop because of Sloppy Joe's? My mom did make Sloppy Joe's. And is that when she stopped? And that is when she stopped. So I'm on the phone talking to my mom and my sister telling them because I'm like, I so badly wanted to be like, this man is lying to y'all. But he says stuff, number one, with such conviction. Then he says, my sister. So you think it's based off his memory that you don't even realize he's retelling a story that he's heard. They're all my sisters. (laughs) Mel, Nick, Michelle. My sister has a name with M too. It's all the same. (laughs) This man be lying. Do you want me to be their brother or not? I want you to just tell the truth. The truth is. Truth. She was a vegan, vegetarian, and she stopped because of sloppy joke. <laughs> now, when she calls her sister, what'd she say? I was on lasagna. Yeah, she said it was lasagna. So she don't even know her own story, yeah, no way. Because she wrong. So if she got the time wrong, I got vegan, vegetarian, interchangeable <laughs> at best. Can't be lying. I don't be lying. I've been knowing y'all forever. Y'all don't even know nothing without me. Y'all didn't even know how to do two plus two until you met me. <laughs> Mel probably only has five or six years of memories that don't include me. What They still exist. Mel and me are more closely alike in personality than anybody in Melissa's family. Oh, that's true. Anybody else in Melissa's family. That's why that spades doggone game. We have the same energy. No, you guys are literally the same. But I also surround myself with people and friends that are more in line with your personality than mine. Is that on purpose, you think, or subconscious? It's clearly subconscious. Well, Mel is your sister, so you didn't really have no choice in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But, like, if you look at... Because even Shari and Sharice, I would say, are more... Sharice may be more like me. But Shari is more of a risk taker. Yeah. Um, I think in general, I'm probably the most string of all my friends. Mm. I can't think of a more outside of like maybe Greg. I'm about to say you and Greg are in yeah. A me and Greg are the same risk averse people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it Greg is sense. probably more stringy than I am, for sure. Yeah, but we are very much alike. Greg is you, uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just talking to him the other day. He was like, hey, man, I ain't. Uh, listen, I was going to work my nine to five for the rest of my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, part of my personality is because of my upbringing. Yeah. My yeah, mom yeah. was an entrepreneur my whole life. Sure. That's all I. I was not. Like, my dad was cool. He provided stability. And maybe that's part of the reason I, like, was listen is good, you know, because you was like Stability McGee. Yeah. But uh, as for me and my house, my mom never worked on a regular job. 
And she was always hustling. So anyway. But Mel, where do you think Mel got that from? Because she didn't see that modeled. Well, I guess in some ways she's still doing a nine to five. She's just doing what she wants. Yeah, but Mel is more like my mom. And I'm more like my dad. What do you mean? In terms of, you you know, my mom will be like, I'm moving tomorrow. And then oh, she, she will. And her know, mom is strong, yeah. like physically strong. Uh, like my dad be like, I ain't doing it. Why should I do it? That ain't good enough reason. I'm going to stay. Don't worry about it. I, I like it here. I like my money here. I like my stability here. So I'm her just dad here. also, the most thing that they're like, her dad will make you believe he does not have three cents. I just got off the phone with my dad, and he said, uh, I was like, you know, what y'all doing, whatever. He said, you know, we over here, we eat seafood three, four times a week. I said, well, y'all must got money. He said, mm, you know, I ain't got no money. Her sir. dad. Sir. In- <laughs> sir. First of all, retired military, then went and worked 12, 14-hour days for like three years. Got It was abs. longer than that. It was longer than mm-hmm. that. And you ask that man for five dollars, he's like, "Ooh, you know I'm half." You know it, me. Her, her I ain't dad got no will money. put money aside, and it does not exist is, in the world. It is. I saw this um, like meme on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so me!" And it was talking about the mindset of having, you know, this much money in your savings account, this much money in your checking account, and be like, oh, "I guess I'm broke then." And I was like, first of all, that is my father. That is 100% my dad, and low key, that is me as well." Kev be like, how much money you got? $12. How much money you got over there? I didn't even think about that over there. We was trying to, we was trying to. <laughs> I know what you was about to say. <laughs> I'm trying to debate if I'm actually telling this story. It's tied up in a lot of stuff. <laughs> Literally, my mind was. <laughs> it's tied up Shut in up. a lot of stuff. Remember Michael Scott was like, green means go ahead and not say anything. <laughs> let's just say it is hell (laughs) to convince melissa we have five dollars yes it is like and and it also has come in handy so many times so i really can't even yeah fault you because boy i i know i tell this awesome story all the time but you want to talk about shock on one's face oh i know when i was like let's get a seven bedroom because our contract's gonna be five times and they said no yeah and also nothing and Melissa was like, you didn't even say I told you so. No, I never have to. But you relish that. That I never have to? Yeah, but it's it's said. You it's don't say said. it, but it is said. Joshua! I will look at Joshua. The fact that you don't say it doesn't mean it's not it said. It, makes it, better. Oh, it does make it better. We both know. You You enjoy not having to say it. That's true. It's true. <laughs> okay, I think this is the end of this episode. Do you have anything you want to a- a- offer uh, King of the North? Don't let people tell your uh, wife that a man's moving in with you while you're in L.A. trying to chase your dreams and help your son become an actor. You, you want him to... To know that your mother-in-law would try you. Yeah, offer this man advice for his life, not yours. <laughs> Um, sometimes it's hard because you do need more context. Yeah, for sure. For the theme, because I, the one thing I've learned from Dear Kev, a lot of times, not always, a lot of times people don't tell the part they messed up on. Oh, yeah. They don't tell that part. They tell the part that makes them look the best. And I'm not saying he, this guy has or doesn't have that, but that's what I know. And it's just relationships are so unique. They are. They are so unique and it's hard to pass one to one advice. For scenarios. And this is one thing Melissa and I don't deal with as much because we've been together for so long. Yeah. And we don't have a huge amount yeah, of friends. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, or you mean the, the the friends that predate me is what right. you're saying. Yeah, There's yeah, very, yeah. like, and that's also a casualty of being military. Mm-hmm. Like, you lose touch with those people. Yeah. People that predated Melissa. When I moved from El Paso at 16, I immediately lost. This is before social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we couldn't, this is doggone, um, <laughs> this is going to sound old, so old. Uh, no cell phones, and those calls now become long-distance calls. Mm-hmm. My mom was not finna be letting me call people long-distance. 100%. You finna call text? No, absolutely not. No. Yeah, absolutely Me and Melissa not. wrote each other letters mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. high school because we couldn't be calling long-distance. We did. That summer when you went to back to Texas. Yes. Right? Put them in the mail. 
mm-hmm. because my, my grandma was not finna let me call. Oh, you should write me a letter again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing because I'm serious. Okay, anything else you want to add? Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's Love Hour. I hope you enjoyed uh, story time with Kevin and Melissa. I got to figure out what the title is. I'll figure that out another day. Until the next episode. Can men and women be friends? Can men and women be friends? Let me tell you one thing I learned from about this podcast, too, from this episode. We don't need much to make a full episode. We don't need much. Um, I feel like a lot of times you be like, <sighs> I need all the. You need everything. And we be. It's my per. It's not my perfectionism. It's my expert. Yeah. It's but- my expert imposter syndrome. Yeah, these are just light, fun episodes. Yeah. They don't have to be much. That's all you want to say? Yeah, I just was trying to tell you because you'd be like, you came here today like, mm-hmm. and we talked about them for an hour. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's Love Hour podcast episode. Until next week, bye.